try not to like wait until you're burnt out to get the message. Like we're intuitive women. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. On a certain level, you've done your work. And now you you let life take its course and you start to watch what gets brought to you. And I'm going to give some examples if that would be helpful. So, so you can start to see like how this can show up in a woman's life. No one is better or any of that, but it's like, this is how the mystical and the spiritual gets grounding. And it happens quickly, by the way. So, so some things do, and then others will, will take the course that, that they're meant to take. So I'm going to, I'll be real transparent with you. So when I got out of my um, meditation retreat, one of the ideas that flowed through that I had like barely had before, but it came through stronger um, at the meditation retreat that I have the desire for my book to become a TV series. And I have no idea how to do that. I know how to grow and scale my company as I do. I don't know how to turn a, a, a nonfiction book into a TV series. I know a few people in Hollywood. And so the old Gina would have gone into, okay, well, let me call the 20 people that I know that might know someone in Hollywood and like start like pushing my way in. How good does that feel? Not, not even a little bit. feels kind of desperate and pathetic and like, oh, so then I have to go and check in. Like, so would the energy of feeling desperate and pathetic lead to the path of the audacity to be queen being a TV series? I'm going to go with probably not. So I anchored in and I was like, well, how, what am I meant to do with this desire? Like, what is the next action I'm going to be divinely guided to take? And I, what felt light to me and what came in is talk to your agent and your publisher. So clearly they're going to have contacts and experience perhaps in this department that you don't. So I sent off that email. So all of this is energy though. So I'm still like that email is easy for me to send. I have a great relationship with these women. So I put that in motion. Then I was like, what, what else am I meant to do? There was a TV producer last time I was in LA who contacted me about a different type of show. And so I contacted him and I was like, Hey, what do you think about this instead? And as it turns out, I was going to be in LA again, next week. So we're going to meet on that. So this is in motion, right? There's nothing heavy. There's nothing forced. I'm not staying up till three o'clock in the morning, trying to figure out how to write a TV script and Google, how do you do that? And, you know, burn myself out and do it all and make it happen or call a bunch of people and look desperate. So that's in motion. And you, you let that be there. So if some People think like, well, whenever I think about something, it just happens like that. It doesn't always for me, but that's there. And I, and I tend to that energy every day. Every day I say to myself, I'm the executive producer. Oh, by the way, I want the EP rights. I'm the executive producer of the hit TV show, Audacity to be Queen, like on a major network. That's also because I just want it on some little internet, whatever. So I say that every day and it feels great every day. And we'll, we'll see what unfolds with that. <clears throat> I also, um, I've enjoyed 
being homeless for the past few decades because of my desire to travel. It's been great. And I bought a house, but sold it. And mostly I, you know, variety is very much the spice of life for me. And thankfully my husband goes along with it. And so we basically rented places in here and then I haven't really had a desire to own a home. It's just not been my, my thing until it did. And, you know, I think many of you know, I went to Italy and looked for a, a home there and that's still in process. But I've just been using this principle. I desire to have a home. I desire to have a home. And so I thought that meant Miami because that's where I moved to. And I've been looking at Miami and started to feel hard and heavy. And I picked up on that again. So it's the other thing I want for you too. Try not to like wait until you're burnt out to get the message. Like you can, like we're intuitive women. Like when I started to look around, like, and I looked and looked and looked, like I just got, there weren't openings for me in Miami. Like it felt hard and I was able to pick up on it more quickly rather than like put myself through six months of torture on it. It's like, so I was like, all right, well, maybe it's not Miami. Maybe it's Boca, maybe it's Palm Beach. And I like, I kept looking around and it's like nothing like was exciting, felt it, it felt heavy. So then I just surrendered. I said, dear God, you know where I'm supposed to live. I want to be excited. I want a, my farmhouse in Italy and I, and I want this tropical house. Like I want a place. I love warm weather. I love the beach. Like I want tropical. Um, assuming it was Miami um, or South Florida or something like that. I was like, is it St. Bart's? I'm like, I don't know. Island. I don't think so. So, but I've been with it. Like just seeing my tropical house, like feeling it, knowing that I am ready to have my own home. King Glenn decides the month of February is his birthday month. So I'm off in Cancun for a week at the Joe Dispenza thing. And then because that wasn't good enough for him, he had to then fly to Cabo. I'm like, what's wrong with my Cabo? He had to fly to Cabo because he likes Cabo better. And we were going to, we have some friends down there, whatever. Um, and we go to this ridiculous Airbnb. And when I say ridiculous, I'm talking dirt roads. I'm talking no pool, no television. Meanwhile, I didn't know this. So I had calf hands and hoop earrings planned and bathing suits galore and was going to get us dinner reservations at Nobu and the vice rent hold. And I'm like, are you out? I'm like, what is heck? He's like, it's my birthday month. Don't ruin it. And I'm like, dude, you get five days. We were supposed to be there like a week and a half. I'm like, I am booking us at the Viceroy for the next five. I'm like, I, I can't take this. What is this dirt road situation? I like bumps. I'm in a Jeep. This is what I get there. Oh, and we have to go grocery shopping. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I'm like, miss bad attitude, Nelly. Go on my bumpy road to my one bedroom Airbnb with no pool, swimming pool, or with no pool, hot tub or TV. And I get there and I'm like, I just felt different. And I was like, I was looking up at the stars and we weren't watching TV and the, the palm, there was like, and you could hear the ocean crash on the, and then we like, I was like, is there even a restaurant in this town? Like what? Cause everything just dusty. Like, and you would go and drive and there was like this place called Baja Beans or whatever. And so we went in and like, you go through the dusty gate and then all of a sudden you're in this like tropical oasis. And I was like, and it's, there's almond milk lattes and green juices and the smoothie bars. And it was like, all right, well, at least we got breakfast while we're here. And then someone was like, oh yeah, you should go to this place for lunch. And they're like, I went in and I was like, 
another like trot like you go and you're driving in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden there's like this like just gorgeousness and beautiful food. And then the next night that we were in the jungle and there was foie gras. I'm like, what is happening? This place is amazing. So I like, actually after 48 hours, I pick up the phone. I WhatsApp the Airbnb lady. I was like, I'm canceling Viceroy. Can we stay? And she's like, no, sorry, we're booked. So like I had to stay in the area. I didn't even go back to Cabo. And, oh, by the way, this is like an hour outside of Cabo. So I was like so mad at him. I'm in the middle of nowhere. You know, now this place that I did, couldn't stand to be in 48 hours ago, I don't want to leave. And then it gets better because I was like, we should live here. We should look for property here. And then a friend introduced us to a realtor, took us around, showed us five properties. None of them were going to really work. One was too big. One was too small. And this place is like exploded. Like, like there's not, there's no inventory, but I just stayed with it. And I was like, I did have a, a, a little meltdown. I am still Sicilian. I'm not perfect in all ways. And I was like having a meltdown, but now the place that I couldn't get out of fast enough is now a place I can't move to because I can't find the, like, the right piece of real estate. And I just kept hearing Gina and Glenn would say, let it come to you. Let it come. Like, What's going to come to me. I've looked at all five properties that are available and there's nothing that we like here. And I really want to move here. So I go to a sushi dinner that night because this place is amazing. And we were talking to some friends and they're like, don't you worry, we'll find someone. That, some place. that night they called us and said, it's not even on the market. Friends of ours, we just found out there's an oceanfront lot. You got to go see it tomorrow. We did it. This lot, this place was, is like such a state of beauty. I can't even believe it. Of course, we, we put in an offer. The offer has been accepted. So I am officially moving to Mexico. I mean, so the point here is, the point here is you stay with the designer and you're so committed to, I was so committed to the thing that was important to me. The thing that was important to me was a house in a tropical location. I, no offense, anyone, Mexico. I like, I go to Mexico all the time. I love it. I, never of all the places I have thought about living in this world, Baja has never been one of the, I've never thought about it, never dreamed about it, never wasn't on my radar. I didn't know that it could be because I didn't even know that this place an hour outside of Cabo existed. And so A, you stay with like the thing that's actually important to you. The thing that was important to me was the tropical house. If I went into it not being in the United States, that was like too big of a thing for me. Like I, I, that wasn't there. Next, you show up for it. So we show like, and I didn't choose to like, let's apply to Cabo. Like life just took me there, right? Like Glenn wanted to go there for his birthday. And so we showed up, we were in the environment. So show up for the opportunities that are presented to you. I could have, you know, um, said, this is ridiculous. We're already in Mexico. We don't need to like make, get all these other flights to go to Cabo. Let's just stay. I could have pushed it, right? That's not what the universe had in mind. Glenn was like, hey, let's go to Cabo. And I was like, I went with that flow. So I got the idea to look for a place. So I took that action. However, we saw that the, the action that I knew to take wasn't fruitful. It didn't lead to an outcome there's nothing wrong with me taking that action because I did learn from it, but it was totally unnecessary because all I had to do was literally let it find me. All I had to do was mention my friends that I want to, I want a place here. They knew about this lot. 
that wasn't on the marketplace. They found the lot. They took me to go see it. And everything was done within 72 hours. Like, so like the, all the effort that I like spent these two different days going to all these other different locations, like the stuff that we think we're supposed to do, like that's what you do if you want a house. You hire a realtor and you go around and you look at places and you go back and ins and outs and negotiate and like all this hard stuff. And, and then not to mention, not only is this lot just amazing, um, when everything is, you're just always looking for signs of light, like, am I really doing this? Is this really what's happening? The price that the lot should have been, what they told us it was, of course, we were going to go in underneath that. And Glenn, like, really went in underneath. And I was so afraid that we were going to lose it because it was like so far underneath. And they came back with one counter offer, which basically we got the lot at the price that our own realtor told us we should even start the bidding at. So the, the point is just when it's in alignment for you, everything, everything, everything continues to line up. Not only is it the perfect location, it's the perfect lot. It was the perfect price point. It was such a great, like there's all this like bliss and happiness and ease. Like, and it came to me and your team members and your money and your clients and your outcomes are going to come to you also. How much did you love, love, love this conversation? Please go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode right now. And I want you to tag me on Instagram and share with me what your biggest takeaway was. I love being in conversation with you, hearing from you, DM me. Um, and I really love getting what is the one big takeaway that you got from this episode? Let me know on Instagram. 